everybody. This is I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast. I'm Stevie Nelson, and sitting directly across from me is Dave Horwitz. Hi, bitch. Wow. <laughs> hey, bitch. How are you? <laughs> I have never done that one before. <laughs> oh, no. I loved it. Uh, that's um, my one of my uh, coworkers and I. I don't know why, but we started uh, saying to each other, "Ooh, you better call Saul, bitch!" Oh, <laughs> and it's not even like we don't talk about the show. Better call Saul, which is a good show, but it's not about that. It's yeah. just like it's the idea of this w- a woman telling yep. her friend, "Oh, you're having a problem." Oh, better call honey, Saul. you better call Saul, bitch. <laughs> I think that's why work relationships are so funny. Is there's almost no basis for inside jokes. You just have one and you own it and you keep going with it. Yeah, this is this is a this friend is it's it's too much because now I am her director for her sketch group okay. at the Upright Citizens Brigade. Great, uh, go see Mr. Bird, everybody, once a month. Really funny. I'm their director. I'm so good at it. I can brag because it's getting me nowhere in my life. <laughs> yeah, because it's charity work essentially. It's so it's, the, I, it's great. I, I get paid, but not much. And uh, but it's great. But yeah, she and I is too much. It's too. It's really too much. It's bad. Well, it's getting bad. Great. Well, if that's too much, tell me about your food and relationship updates. Food and relationship updates. Food update is I am very hungry. Oh, uh, okay. And, I, and right now, um, <laughs> I have laser focus for what we're doing now. Yeah. And it will not affect anything that's happening okay. right now. But as soon as we're done, I don't even know it's what's going to happen. It's time for food. Okay. But I do know that I eat differently now because normally I would go eat like a pizza. Yeah, yeah. And that's not part of my life anymore. Okay. Not that I won't eat pizza, but... I know I'm. That's so not hungry, your go-to. But my stomach's a little empty. Like if I go eat a pizza, I'm gonna be full immediately. My yeah. stomach's gonna hurt for the rest of the night. Yeah, you might need a little protein. You might need something different. Yeah. Your body's calling for something else. Relationships. What's up? Relationships. Um, I think I. It's time to start dating again. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. Uh, I've been. You I know, think I like that delivery. By the way, I think it's time to start dating again. I think so. I think so. And the reason I think so is because that long, that period after a breakup, you know, at this point it's been four or five months, yep. uh, which is to me, it's a personal best. Uh, yeah, not, that's a long time. Not counting a beautiful uh, once in a lifetime fling with a person who doesn't live in this country. What a wonderful seven days that was. She was but incredibly she hot. Was just, wow. yeah. I just get, she's not listening, but if you're listening, <laughs> wow. Thanks for taking wowie a chance. Wowie, wowie. Thanks for taking a chance on me. She's just, she she's great. great. And we, we still message, but I might never see her again. No. I hope I do. But it's time. It's time. All right. It's time to I'm start ready. dating again. Okay. And wow. I, and I like it. Yeah. I like Dating's fun. Great. Well, how about you? All right. Food update. Food update. Honestly, doing the same thing I always do. Really honoring that body and what it wants. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So I'm, you know, I'm doing the same thing. Um, made no changes. <gasps> Wait, one change. <laughs> one change. I've been eating some fish. Oh. Let me say something. My skin cleared up immediately hmm. i was getting breakouts and i started eating fish like once a week my skin is so much clear more clear and like i just a salmon yeah like a salmon or a white fish cooked no sushi cooked i can't believe it anyway that's the only change i made so huh. i sometimes eat fish um and then relationships i'm single having a good time <laughs> also honoring my body oh, <laughs> no <laughs> All right, I, I, all right. Well, you're you're in jail for the rest of this episode. Oh, for so sure. So now you have to introduce our guest. Okay, from um, jail. Our guest uh, is an actor and a host. I wanted to say, ladies and gentlemen, but ladies honestly, and gentlemen. ladies and gentlemen, please introduce Jimmy Wong. That's my name. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm honoring that body too. Nice. You are. Yeah. I well honoring it as in like honoring what it demands of me. And today I ate like. A lot of Mexican food. For really? Much. That's good. What'd you have? Uh, it was from this place called Chicas. I don't know if you've ever heard no. of it. No. It's mm. incredible. They like give you takeout in these cute little pink boxes. Their corn and the cheese they put on it is just out of control. It was really delicious. And I had some tacos. Yeah. Well. What'd you have for breakfast? I don't eat breakfast anymore. It's gone from my life. What? Excuse <laughs> me, sir. Excuse me. Yeah, the diet I'm on is wake up at 10. 
Okay. Uh, they go to bed at two, so that's a nice eight. Wow. Uh, and then just start working and then forget that I need to do stuff like eat and then eat around two. Whoa. And then eat around eight. Okay. And then fall asleep at two. So are you going to eat dinner after this? Probably. Wow. Okay, so you're There's eating two chance. meals a day only? Yeah. Is but, there, is this like a diet, is this like that um, bullet diet or something? <laughs> I wish there was a name for it. <laughs> well, what, what is, oh, hold on, this is interesting because it seems very regimented, but it mm-hmm. also just seems like this is what happens in your life. What what kind of, uh, I'm sorry, we, you and Stevie obviously know each other. Yeah. We're just meeting for the first time. What yeah, is, we're what, in jail together. What, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not in jail. You're oh, the no? warden. Okay. But he you're, said the same thing as me. He's honoring his body too. Yeah. No, no, no. He in was just, all aspects. No, he was just following suit. He was just trying to be accommodating because he's a guest in your home. Thank you for that. I'll and also you shot him a look that was yeah. like, you say it. <laughs> I got you. Thank I want you. you to say it when I say it. Yeah, what, yeah I was like, Jimmy yeah. and you. When I funny. say I'm on. So, I, so I'm not, what, what kind of work are you doing? That's the, your rigorous schedule. You wake up, you forget to eat because you're working so immediately. It's, uh, I guess Stevie and I are in front of the same world of content creation mm. and I guess building your own brand for whatever that's worth or whatever that means. So a lot of my stuff is I started out doing YouTube videos like six years ago. And have been on that train ever since. And that's expanded into being, you know, I came to LA as an actor. So making content or doing videos, brand deals, talking to companies. And right now I'm in the middle of building another company uh, is like just one of those things where I get into flow states and work modes, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, I'm sure it's the same for painting and stuff. Yeah. But you just start doing something and you get so into it that you're, you don't want to even think about taking a break because you're just so into it and you feel like you're taking the steps and you're, you're feeling productive and stuff. And so I get caught in these workaholic cycles a lot. That is, I mean, am I, if you were looking in my jaws was on the floor <laughs> because I, I have such a, uh, you know, I proudly, because at this point this is my life, but I am a very ADHD person. Mm-hmm. And so when I am uh, medicated for it, I'm a little bit on that train, but I'm still yeah. distractible. It can take me a long time to find the right music I want to write to because right. I'm a writer. Um, I, I tried writing once. It was not for me. <laughs> I tried to actually probably 300 times on 300 me, days. And me I was like, too. I can't do this. To be honest, I've taken so many screenwriting and sketch writing classes. Oh, really? And I... I know that people are like, you need to write your own stuff. And I'm like, I don't like it. It's not fun for me. But I think it's, I mean, it's amazing how, what happens when you write something. Yes. You literally create something from nothing. Yes. It's just, I don't think my brain is processed to do that. No, me neither. I so think my brain is turned to spaghetti because I used to, <laughs> so, because I, I thought you were just talking about con- slopping words. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, you know, I moved out here to, you know, act and write. And I, I at one point out of boredom started a blog with a friend mm-hmm. and it exploded and it turned into a book and then that turned into a TV deal and all that cool stuff. And I just had my own blog years ago where I would just write essays, 1,000 word, wow. 1,500 word, 900 word, 500 words as a lark. I got 15 spare minutes. I can't do that anymore. Really? I, Interesting. I, I, I want to blame my iPhone, but I think that's a generation. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. We did this to ourselves. Yeah. I, mean, I did this I, to myself. I'm very active on Twitter. And I Same. I used to post a lot on like live journal and dead journal for the kids that know what oh that is. I know what God. both of those things are. Uh, and it would be one. more like diatribes. So it was never like world building, if that made sense. Like I never was creating a story cr- well. Like I couldn't come up with something. I'll act yeah. in something if you give me the words. But for me, it was like, what am I pissed off about today? So I'd go on like long rants and type them all out. And what ha- Twitter has done to me is... Every time I think of something, I'm like, what's the quippiest way to get that across yep. in 140 characters? So it kind of di- kills a lot of my grander aspirations for writing an essay about something like Trump or something. And it just distills them. Like into how much a you like him. Yeah, like big fan, you know? Yep. <laughs> I've got, well, I can show you some of my essays. I, I just have a lot of, uh, I have on the Donald subreddit, I'm a like a moderator and I just write a lot of great stuff about him on there. Oh, so. that's great. The Donald yeah. is one of the internet's great blessings. It really is. It really is. Stevie, you like Donald Trump, right? Oh, man. I love that guy. What a fun guy. <laughs> what a fun guy. That's the business, by the way, the most political we've ever gotten on this podcast. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> Look, we can finally all say that very slowly the majority is turning against. <laughs> yeah, everyone's very much. A lot of question marks are happening right yeah. now. With well, slowly him. his biggest fans, too, are like, I feel like they're maybe not turning, but they are going. Hold think, on, hold on. I What's think, happening? Yeah, hold I on. Think, what is he doing now? I think we've been duped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, guys, does he does he not care second. about us? 
Wait a second. Wait a... Is he a bad man? Hold on. <laughs> Gage? <laughs> Can't tell. <laughs> Give it a year. Yeah. Give him some more time. What uh, if we gave him four more years and just saw what happened? Yeah. <laughs> That's such a great... Oh, gosh. It's great. <laughs> we got to give him a chance. Yeah. So, okay, so, so proven I'm, guilty. I'm incredibly impressed with your work, work ethic. ethic. It's amazing. Uh, oh, thank you. I, and as a result, weird eating ethic. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, my, my work ethic becomes my life ethic. But like, I still work out, right? I do... I go to the gym, I'll swim, I'll... In the morning? Not in the morning. Sometimes it'll just happen randomly. You know, I'll be there with my partner, my business partner, and we're like, hey, do you want to just go lift some weights? And yeah. boom, we're lifting weights. And the next thing is like, man, we haven't eaten yet, have we? No, nope. wow. not time to eat. It's Whoa. so smart that you incorporate that. I incorporate working out the same way, but it just, whenever it fits into my day, I'll do it. Like yeah. people are like, would you do it in the morning? I'm like, oh, I don't have a specific time. Yeah. I just do it when it feels good. Sometimes I'll run from like my house to a meeting because mm -hmm. that feels good for me. You know, like whatever yeah, it fits in. I'll go to the dog park and be like, today I'm going to run around this place about 20 times with yeah. the dog. And yeah. then by the end of it, I'm super winded and like very sweaty. But I'm like, oh, well, I guess that was a tiny workout. I just fit in because I just felt like it. Yep. It's like impromptu. too. I think, it, I think life works nicely like that. Yeah. So there's a rigidity to the way you eat and the way you work and sometimes the way you exercise, but not all the time. Uh, how does that? It's also kind of flexible in some ways, right? Like he's just like fitting in a workout where it fits. Yeah. Oh I, yeah, I guess I mean like talking about I wake up and do work starting now and I go yeah. to bed now. Yeah. Uh, just hearing that was like, oh wow, that's 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 a plan. yeah. There's a schedule. Do you have uh, the same sort of rigidity with the way you date or the way you are in a relationship? I have been in two significant relationships in my life, and I'm of the world and the tendency, uh, which I have now fully recognized, having broken up with both of those people, uh, that I am someone that likes to because I when I put my mind to something or when I think something needs to get done, I, like my priority list just always shifts constantly. It's like, oh, I need to do this right now. So when I get to work in the morning, it's not like I'm going to start work at 9 a.m. today. It's more I wake up and think there are the 20 things. I look at the list I made like, all right, well, let's just start checking. Let's count the beans. Let's get through this whole mm -hmm. list of like yeah. to do's and like I got a meeting here, so I got to fit that in. When can I do stuff? And I'm just sort of like pickpocketing and putting stuff everywhere I can. In relationships, I do that a lot, except I do – the work of a relationship and I put it on myself to take care of the other person I think a little too much. Mm. Hmm. So as a result, it's like all of a sudden the checklist of things gets added onto where it's like now I feel this weird personal obligation to help someone with something if they ask for it. But yeah. not just that, to take it to the next step and like, yeah. oh, you know, maybe we need to address this part, you know, and just like getting too into the I'm helping you, but there's no balance there. There's no yeah. back and forth. That's interesting. And it makes sense because you're a doer. So mm -hmm. it makes sense that if someone's like, I need help with this, that you'd be like, let's do it. And yeah. let's record it. And yeah. let's produce this. And, yeah. and you're just like, it's too let's much. Let's think about your brand. Yes. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. God, How did we get here? How did yeah. we get here? I get that. I'm a trier. So mm -hmm. I, li I like to give things a shot. And I, I think do, that's great. I think I do throw myself in a relationship similarly where I'm like, we got to let's, we got to figure this out. Like, mm -hmm. I always tend to date people who do the same thing I do. So I'm like, let's collaborate. Let's talk about yeah. it. Like, what are you doing? Like, what's it's, dissatisfying to you about your situation right now? I'll tell you about uh -huh. mine. That's uh, interesting. I've tended to keep them separate. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Yeah, I would think so, too, for me specifically, because I'm at the point where it's like, I'm not going to mince words about it. It's like I have followers on platforms and people will want to use that in different ways. And it's been, you know, the very first relationship I got and there was a lot of selfies being taken the whole time. Mm. Uh, and there are also a couple of other people around us that were in relationships that had similar trajectories in terms of like, hey, there's this like hidden side game we can play right now where mm. we can try and boost our shit as much as possible. And it's really a dirty thing that terrorizes. It tears apart the fabric of what a relationship should be uh, immediately. Whoa. It's unethical. Yeah. It's, it's entirely unethical. Like, I this is very weird, but my minor in college was sports management. Really? Yeah. And a lot of what we learned about was ethics in sports and ethics in, like, networking and stuff. And mm -hmm. it's very unethical to use a person as, like, a pawn for your own personal growth. Mm -hmm. That is not what networking is actually. You know what I mean? Like that's not right. what it should be. That's a shame that it ever happens in a relationship. I will say that it happens a lot specifically within the online community and the YouTube community and the Instagram community. And what Tumblr do you mean? All that. As in like, think of all of the people that came to prominence or rose to prominence because they were in a relationship with someone else. There's a lot of that's people interesting. in the YouTube world. Oof, that that's interesting. That's so creepy. I can start listing off names, but I really don't want to throw dirt on them. I would just challenge anyone that wa that listens to the show that maybe knows a lot of YouTube stuff 
Just like look at the relationships that have come and gone past the years and think about the relevance of the those growth people before yeah. they were in the relationship Ooh. and after Ooh. and what they're doing now. And if maybe they're are they repeating the same behavior with someone else? Did they break up with someone that you thought they shouldn't have broken oh, up with for a reason? That's intense. Yeah, it's really gross. But it's you super know. gross. It's well, it's interesting. Look, I, I maybe I'm dating myself. Maybe I'm just uh, we'll reveal that I don't know anything. But I do <laughs> the thing I do one you know I one thing I do know about that kind of platform building thing is that it's encouraged or it's smart. Like I have some friends who are vine people, and the idea mm-hmm. was like be in other people's vines, collaborate. Yeah, and it's so life that's like collaboration this time around. Yeah, so it's I mean. It's the same thinking applied to like, hey, we're both relationship. Yeah. yeah. Wait. So uh, I have so many questions about this. Okay. So co- part of the YouTube is collaborating, right? Mm-hmm. Part of that I would is say collaborating. The heart of YouTube and why it is, works is in the bleeding was, into each other's things. Yeah. Okay. And I've always understood that. Mm-hmm. You guys have done a ton of it. Yeah. Yeah. The podcasts. Podcast. Our podcast, and then like your yeah, show having was essentially you know like a, a talk show. Yes. Guests. Yeah. Yes. And same with this, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. this is a podcast bringing on guests who uh, have their own followers who want to hear about them. So this is a relationship based on the same principle. Mm-hmm. Not based on love, based on essentially what can you do for me or is it both, yeah. right? I, well, I mean, I, I I bet a lot of these people get into the relationships for the right reasons or at least are on the righteous path of like, hey, I, th- I like you. I think you like me. Let's spend more time together and see where this goes. But I think it very quickly, have you guys ever seen Spider-Man 3? I don't remember. Peter Parker gets oh, infected by Venom, yep. right? <laughs> Venom starts taking over his life. But it's sort of that yin-yang balance thing where the dark side, its power is lucrative and yeah. very powerful, and it you know sort of sucks so you in. So good. This it's is one of those things where it's like, if it's a scale tipping over at a certain point, it's not like it's a slow bleed. Sometimes it just full slams into, this is what it is now. Right, and when that wow. happens to Peter Parker in Spider-Man 3, Tobey Maguire... When the venom overtakes him, he gets a little bit bad. His yeah, hair gets a little floppy. He, he goes to a jazz club and he starts dancing. One of the greatest oh, scenes in the superhero movie. It ever. is truly insane. They're like their visual depiction of, of Tobey Maguire's descent into, into evil yeah. is like he's suddenly wearing a cooler jacket and his hair kind of flops over a different way. And he's like, <laughs> Hey dad he basically says, Hey daddy o oh, he, he doesn't. Yeah, he has the Will Ferrell's flute scene from Anchorman, but for real. Yeah. Like that's how he acts in this club. I do not think i've seen this but i will absolutely be watching it tonight. when this Sam is Raimi over is so we should show you it on youtube okay. it's you, amazing. the whole movie is you could see a better movie but yeah that scene yeah. is perfect okay. i will say another aspect stevie that yeah. really affects relationships online is you are in a lot of ways creating wish fulfillment for your younger viewers because you're also creating a relationship that they can see and admire and want to base wow. theirs off of so when people say i ship it you've heard that right no yes oh it's in like i relationship it like i ship stevie and blank i ship she, stevie and like you know and you say someone else because maybe they've collaborated a couple of times you okay. thought you saw some chemistry and some vlog so they're vouching for you is that they're what that's what they're saying for you and they're also becoming vocal critics of what you do and whoa that's man sort of what happened at least this, how i felt with my first relationship your first one in la that was the big one this feels like you're adding a third person to a relationship. You're adding yeah, audience, audience. Yeah, to a sure. relationship. That's so strange. Yeah. I, although I would argue that, you know, Kanye West did it with Kim Kardashian, Brad Pitt, Angelina, you know, like it, oh, it extends all man. the way to the celebrity level. I mean, but absolutely. Kanye did it with Kim Kardashian. The most genius collaborate YouTube yeah, collaboration of all time. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> dropping the hottest YouTube collab of all time. Kanye and Kim. God, I mean, that would be so funny if they just started vlogging full time. Oh, it'd be great. <laughs> if they quit everything else and they were just YouTubers. What's up, yeah. guys? It's me, Kanye. Um, click like. Just click changing subscribe. the world. Yep. Uh, I, yeah, the, the interesting thing, well, that was all fascinating, but the thing that, that I think about a lot when I think about you saying um, uh, sort of creating a model for younger mm-hmm. viewers, I remember being a kid, uh, and I'm obviously too old to have like looked up to YouTube stars, but I would be, you know, uh, in elementary school or I'd be a preteen or be 11 and I would watch shows that depicted teenagers mm-hmm. and I would go, Oh, I, I, I think that's what it's like to be a teen. Oh, when yes. it's, when I'm on, right. uh, like when I'm 16, it's going to be like saved by the bell. When I'm 16, right. it's going to be like, uh, I don't know, DJ Tanner on, on full house, <laughs> um, which yep. I'm glad my adolescence wasn't like that. Uh, she was kind of boring, um, <laughs> but, but it's interesting to then see, cause I do have some friends who have followings like that. And it is this sort of, 
model of these kids who are like, oh, I want like they yeah but their relationship life, goals. Their it's life like, is probably not going to be like that, but it's going to approximate it in some way. They're going to have yeah. They're not going to live their life so uh, publicly, but it is, and and possibly not as glamorously or as, as attractive maybe. But it is yeah. funny to to think like the, that. This generation is the new sitcom mm-hmm. stars, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, think of also like how viral do sweet proposal videos go? Right, Too like it's viral. kind of all in the same vein of like, oh, I hope someday X does that for me, you know. And instead of setting realistic expectations for people, we just have things that are like little fire starters and little moments yeah. in time that are really awesome and amazing and genuine and beautiful, but distort reality. But I think the problem with YouTube videos that do that mm-hmm. is that we go, well, that's a normal person. Yeah. So my expectations can be up there because that's just a normal person. It's yeah. not a person on a sitcom. It's not a person in a movie. We go, that person looks very much like me or seems like me and is approachable like me. So like all of a sudden your expectations don't seem that invalid. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Which is yeah, so strange. And it like it may be and maybe that's why it's maybe even more important for like YouTube collaborators and YouTube stars to date honorably because these kids are looking at that and going, that could be me sincerely. Yeah. Yeah, It's kind of the, I mean like YouTubers and people online have built their brands on being relatable, you know, for the most part, that's a huge part of why they're successful. I think what the big thing is, it's just like, I know there's a lot, people hide everything. A daily vlogger has to hide so much of their real personality and who like some things like you have a whole thing out there and it's built over time with people that really know who you are as a daily vlogger. But every one of those people has secrets or has reasonings behind things that they would never tell their audience. For instance, if they're like, Hey, I'm going to go hang out with so-and-so today. I'm doing this because he has this number of viewers and I'm hoping to eventually collaborate with him. And if I don't do this now and I've like, and that so-and-so has slept with this person, you know, if they said the whole story, the whole illusion would be shattered. So they're also holding themselves to this pseudo reality level where it should feel real and be real, but there's a lot of stuff going on under the surface that is just really too unpleasant to try and bring out. It's a very, because it's kind of manipulative. Yeah. It's super manipulative, but that's that's the same as, you know, it's like people want to believe that the cast of friends were all best friends, but they clearly weren't. Right. Sorry, all my references are twenty years old. Oh my gosh. I I watched friends as, as a kid growing up and I thought that's what relationships were supposed to be like. Yeah. Same. Same. Hey guys, it's Stevie Nelson and Dave Horwitz of I Burn Everything. And this episode is brought to you by Kitchen Table App. It's a social dining app. It brings friends and colleagues and strangers and neighbors all together so you can have a shared dining experience. Yeah, it provides you, the individual, with the ability to host a meal in your own home, in the privacy of your own home, a cool dinner party. Or better yet, or just better go yet. to someone yeah. else's house. You can just go to someone's house and experience yeah. a cool dinner party. You don't even have to have... You know, seven college friends who invite you somewhere, like a cool couple. You could just, you don't have to know them. You could just show up. You could just show up. And you get to know people as you're there. And the cool part is the app's free. It allows anyone to connect. Um, And like there's LA tastemakers and chefs and stuff that are hosting, which is amazing. So it just launched, the app just launched in LA in February. And they're hosting their kitchen table dinner party in the Arts District in uh, downtown LA on July 14th to celebrate the launch. Yeah, you guys can actually go to this dinner party. You can go to this launch and celebration of the app. It's going to be co-hosted by six of LA's food and tastemaker influencers. They're going to post the event of the Kitchen Table app and they're going to open up nine seats. So there's only nine seats available, guys. And if you want to go, email podcast at kitchentableapp.com and let us know you heard our promotion on this show, I Burn Everything. Get 50% off your seat and your plus one seat when you book two seats at the Influencer Dinner on July 14th. Guys, remember that. Write it down right now. Take out your planners. Take out your quill pens that your aunt gave you yes. for a weird graduation Take, present. And write down July 14th. Influencer kitchen Dinner. Table kitchen Table app, app. Arts District. Let them know. I Burn Everything is how you heard about this. Podcast at kitchentableapp.com. And hey... Meet some cool, weird people over some, uh, you know, pheasants. Yeah, maybe, maybe fall in love over some food. Yeah, why not? And then let us know. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Wait, so how does a person like you date then? I don't. Okay. I'm single. Okay. Uh, the, You're not in dating right now. Well, I mean, like, I used Bumble yesterday, so okay. I guess I'm in okay, okay. to a degree. Like, for the first time, or you were... You well, I'm similar bu- to you, is and I get close to zero matches on Bumble. In fact, I did a test once where I just went <laughs> right... Hold on, really quick, really quick. <laughs> we should just say, you... <laughs> 
No, no, no. I mean, he's he's right. I listened to he's one right. episode. Yeah, yeah. You and to, Dave relayed some. I just wanted you. To, I just wanted to make it clear that you listened to an episode where I said that you were just looking at me, going, "I'm assuming you get zero matches." Oh, no! I knew exactly no, yeah. what you were saying. No, no, he didn't yeah, say yeah. I'm assuming. He said I'm similar to similar Dave. No, no, no. I know. I know. I'm just saying uh, for for anyone in the for anyone wild who did listening. not listen to the previous oh, episode. Oh my gosh, yeah. that just that's incredible. Made me Sorry, laugh and so the revelation. Yeah, and people yeah. were like, "You're such a cutie," which I agree. I think you should get tons of matches. Thank you very much. But. Uh, I did this thing where I just swiped right for like a freaking, I don't know, 20 minutes. Yeah. Got zero matches. What? <laughs> I, was, I don't know. It happened like so once in the blue moon, it'll happen. It'll pop up. I, f- I have a feeling, and this is just me speaking, that dating apps, unless it's like specifically, I think coffee meets bagel. I think every other dating app is not for Asian men. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Um, we did. There's is there a dating app for Asian men? No, not necessarily. We don't have like a J date, if you know what I mean. Wait, I yeah. thought there was one. I'm sure there is, right? It's 2017. There has to be at least one. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I've never found almost any success in Tinder, Bumble, almost any single one of the platforms that's a dating app. Interesting. But yeah. you, but you, but people must. But and if you are, and I'm sure you're similar to me, but on a much bigger level, like I was saying on that episode, I'm big. Like you know, internet. If, Mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, people. Yeah, are people like asking people must be, you? You must get tons of offers yeah, if you were, have a huge following. Yeah, I mean, it, it happened the most when I was doing music. I think that was when I got the most unsolicited, like, hello, it's me and me and you and you and me are going to do <laughs> and something. And I live here yeah. and I'm visiting your town. And yeah. I, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, the, my, my problem is I don't want to date other people in the same field because now I have Mm-mm. dated two people that are also content creators and stuff. And it's it was exhausting. And I did have a, an amazing relationship with the second person where we got to work together for a full year afterwards because mm, nice. you know, we really supported each other in different work related ways. Yeah. But I, you know, like I want to just find someone that's, I don't know, a normal, relief, a relief human. worker on in the summer and teaches during the year. You know, yes. like it's just something that's normal. <laughs> I had a friend, I think I've already said this on this podcast before, but I had a friend who said there should only be one headshot per household. <laughs> and like, honestly, that's I think hilarious. there's validity to that. Like you're, if you're a performer, Mm-hmm. What would best compliment you is someone who appreciates that you're a performer, but doesn't do the same thing as not competing with you and doesn't yeah. want your help on projects, wants to go and save lives. Yeah. You do know, anything else. Literally. I really like that in theory. I would love to be proven wrong that it's not something I could do because I feel like I just yeah. anyone I ever gravitate to, even if it's a stranger who I don't know what they do and I just meet them, they're always it's always always an I actor yeah. or something. Or writer. Writer, or actor. Being performer. in LA doesn't help certainly. No. Either. Yeah. The thing that always gets me is I do too much work and I don't get to go out as much like after this podcast recording I'm going to go to there's E3's in town so I'm going to yeah. go to a party. And I'm oh like, good, ah, good, good. I don't know. I'll do this I don't know. I just turned 30 this year. So I'll do this maybe like six times a year. Go out and drink or whatever. Because I'm just like, ah, I, I got work to do. Yeah. Yeah. I go out and walk my dog. Uh, so I always have other priorities. But yeah. yeah, I just don't meet that many people. But I don't know. There is something to be said about being able to share the same. You know, you can be really compassionate if your girlfriend is an actor and you're an actor and you understand that they just had a soul crushing letdown in some audition or whatever. Like you can relate to it a lot more. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But you're right though. It's like, you don't want them to ever feel jealous of your successes or envious or. It's the know, worst. And in LA yeah, there's a lot of like, ways. you just naturally have this and it's unfair. Kind yes. Of thing yeah. Yeah. There's a competition aspect. Even if you don't want there to be, there's some sort of weird competition and I don't have that. So it's usually like people doing that to me and it just kind of, I'm like, Ugh. Do you just throw one of your dogs at them? Yeah, I'm just like, leave me alone. Leave <laughs> me out of this. I say, stop it. I'm honoring myself today. <laughs> what are you honoring? My body. And then you go into the bathroom and disappear for a while. Like, where'd Stevie go? I'm, like, I'm honoring my body. I'm on the roof. Stevie. I'm on the roof. I'm going to fly. My body wants to be on the roof. My body can fly. Um, yeah, I really, it's, uh, God, it really is. It's interesting and it's hard. Uh, that, that art, that push pull of like an artist's relationship is, ve- I mean, there, I, I do love, I don't know. I wrote, uh, the coolest thing I ever did with a partner is we, there, there was an opportunity to make a little bit of money and we were both broke mm-hmm. and they, we had an opportunity to, uh, what would it, there was an option on a movie that one of her, this is an ex, her friend is a producer. She said, I optioned this book. Um, but I need to prove that we're actively working on it. So I need the first act of it tomorrow. Well, and so she and I ordered food, stayed up all night 
and wrote 35 pages of a movie in a night. And it was so much fun. That's cool. That is like the best possible scenario for me. The other, I mean, uh, you know, it doesn't always end like that sometimes. (laughs) I mean, we we got through that without fighting, but I've had, you know, I've collaborated and it's been. Yeah, it's it's funny because my parents are now in a working relationship where they both are, you know, they they decided to go into real estate so that my mom started doing selling houses and my dad also was developing them so I, I got to see a working relationship from them and i also in my past relationships have made them working relationships and yeah they work or they don't and i think you you can get there with a lot of people with a lot of people you date but i just don't know if it's something that's i don't know if it's healthy or not really i'm just too inexperienced to know if 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 it is a good thing you can make it work over time then great or if you should just try and avoid it overall because it's going to eventually drive spikes into your you know relationship. yeah yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm not sure if you should avoid it and I'm not sure if you should. There's a part of me that's like I have this thing where I don't think you can define what career you want someone to have. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like seems really weird to be like my number one priority is don't date an actor <laughs> or whatever it is. Right. Like there, it yeah. seems like a little strange when there are so many qualities that like what if someone had all of the qualities of someone you want, like that you dreamed of, mm-hmm. but they happen to be an actor. Yeah, there's well, a, you strong. know, there's a part of me that's like, if someone was warm and this and this and this, then I would date them. However, chances are, I don't think it would look like an actor. Yeah. Or a stand up. Yeah. The problem is that in LA, you're going to find entertainers. Yeah. Even if, like, that or everyone's a freaking director. Like, oh, what do you do? It's like, I'm um, this, but I want to direct. It's yeah. Like, oh, Everyone wants it. to direct. <laughs> I had uh, somebody told me that they, I can't remember if it was they got pulled over for a ticket or if it was like a firefighter who was responding to a thing or an EMT. But basically, it was like somebody in that kind of field mm-hmm. got to talking to the person and they were a director and they literally. Went back to their car and brought them back a screenplay. Stop. <laughs> hey, if you wouldn't mind taking a look at this. Oh, that no. is the stu- that is from a dumb 90s movie about L.A. Yeah, it's yeah. an essential L.A. Yeah. It is so, it's Bowfinger. I love that. I love Bowfinger. That's an amazing movie. Bowfinger is a great uh, movie. While we're you on- haven't seen it? Nope. Steve Martin, oh, Eddie Murphy. Gosh. You it's never saw it. She'll never see it. You'll there are some things that I mean, you'll never see it. What do you mean she'll never see she'll it? She'll never see I'll it. I'll never see it. Look, look at her. She doesn't care. I'll never uh, see what it. If, what if, like, this we, is the face of a woman who doesn't came care. Highly recommended from two people you trusted. I'll Does put it on my. I actually have an app where I write a list of movies to watch that people have recommended, and it's very long. Wonderlist. <laughs> yeah. Do you love it? Let's go. It's yeah, so it fun when you turn up the volume. Oh yeah, Wait, the, the Wonderlist. Yeah, it's just a checklist. It's a checklist maker. It's a list maker app that helps you like organize stuff. But the cool thing is you can, I actually have like, I have movies to watch and um, you add, mo- like you can add movies and thank you. And um, when you're done, you turn up the volume on your phone and you hit it and it checks it off. And it's amazing because it feels completed. It feels like accomplishment. It does feel completed. Yeah. Ooh, that's Where cool. Where the heck is your end? Here it is. What if my end was just not there? <laughs> He's putting in Bowfinger in my um, yeah. Wonderlist app. I thought this would be easier to do this from this angle, but turns out I am not turns out struggling. Your brain only works upright. Okay, Jimmy, question. Yes. So you are Thank you. highly motivated. Oh, I want to watch Mommy. I watched this. What? It's great. Me Mom too. I just watched it. What movie? It's, Mommy Dead and Dearest. Oh, just boy. watched it. Oh, no. Insane. Oh, you guys. Oh, we. This is now a Mommy Dead and Dearest podcast because <laughs> I have seen it too. Okay, we need to just take a really quick okay. sidebar because okay, let's after give this, two mins to Mommy Dead and Dearest. After Mommy Dead and Dearest, we got to talk about more about food. Okay. And then I love food. five questions. Ooh. Right. Now, I have never in my entire life seen something that upset me as much as Mommy really? Dead. I Why? Can't, the, this is a real, these are real people. Yep. These are real people. A woman yes. was, a woman did this. Yes. A woman, I, I look. Oh, Quit, I mean, mild. Spo- okay, spoilers. No, they no. tried this within the first three minutes of the movie. But the whole thing that you, all yeah, right, they all do right. that. You cannot spoil this for people. This is an insane I, documentary. You just have to watch it. I just cannot. Human beings. You can't fathom how awful. Look, th- we were talking on our last podcast. At a certain point, we started talking. People are genuinely really good at heart. Deep yeah. down, everyone is a good Everyone's person. Everyone's good. This woman Bad. in this movie. Not a good person. Bad. Yeah. Or or so what? So deeply troubled, so I, sick that she couldn't. Yes. Almost Dave guaranteed sick. a sociopath. Yeah. Almost but guaranteed. also probably a personality disorder. I think a yeah. lot of the time the people that we think are the most despicable humans on earth are sick people. They're not healthy people. Yes. And she, I think yeah. what we forget is we're like, wow, they're evil. You're like, no, they're mostly sick. Yeah. They have mental disorder. And she did point. not get any sort there of a huge yes. imbalance of chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. And so she drove her. I mean, boy. 
Mommy Dead and Dearest, you gotta. Well, we got a helicopter over here, but we're just gonna roll with it. We're not. We're not shooting. They're a web searching series. for mommies still. Yeah. Mommies. 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 Well, I guess, no it's, horror, I guess it's in the title. Mommy dead. Mommy, comma dead, comma and dearest. Dearest. <laughs> it's it's three people. Oh. I'm pretty sure they use the Oxford comma. We had some incredible questions on Twitter, by the way. I retweeted it twice today. You did? Videos. Yeah, I unretweeted and retweeted it again. Wait, wow. I didn't see this. Hot you Pockets gotta... replied to us. Hot today. Pockets <laughs> replied to us. Okay, so Dan Kurtz wants to know Pop Tarts or Hot Pockets? And then Hot Pockets at Hot Pockets with the little blue check mark just replied dot dot dot. 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 And then Dan Kurtz wrote back, easy now, Hot Pockets. There's nothing keeping you from making a run at Pop-Tarts with a line of dessert pockets. And then Hot Pockets wrote back, we like the way you think. No promises, but we'll let the team know what you want to see. What a branded what? answer. You got to start tagging me in these things because I missed all of this today. Oh, it's genius. So wait, what is your answer? Is that Hot Pockets or Pop-Tarts? I'm so sorry, Hot Pockets, but I grew up eating Pop-Tarts. Too. That's me the right too. Answer. delicious. That's the right you can eat them cold. You can eat them warm. You can eat them piping hot. Honestly, what are we they're... talking? Brown sugar, strawberry, blueberry. What are we strawberry doing? Frosting. Strawberry frosting. Yeah. Yeah, strawberry yeah, frosting. Yeah, strawberry frosting is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm a strawberry yeah. kid. Strawberry Strong with frosting, a little bit burnt, or just straight out of the package cold. Straight out of the package cold is amazing. But strawberry unfrosted, I feel bad for your family. Me too. <laughs> what happened? Why did they're you do the that? Same, price. <laughs> same thing. All, you think you uh, you think it's healthier? No. Come on, parents. No, it's all trash. It's all trash. Oh, the way it makes your mouth dry up when you're just crunching through those corner bits that don't have any juice Ooh, in between. Ooh, those corner bits. So good, so you good. You gotta get through. Thank you for liking my tweet, Stevie. <laughs> yeah, what? I've been also, keeping track. Can you tell me about this? What is this question? Have you ever thought about jumping on the sous vide bandwagon, asks David Stenstrom. What is this question? Do you know what sous vide is? No. So sous vide is a method of cooking where you will submerge like a raw meat, like chicken or steak in a plastic bag in water and then heat the water up to a certain temperature and cook it over like an hour and a half. So it's a very slow In a plastic process. bag? Well, the plastic, you're never heating the water up enough to ever make any chemicals from the plastic bag release, if that makes sense. It's just literally to hold it in place. That's a method. I literally used to do that when I was little with butter and cinnamon and sugar in yeah. a plastic bag and submerge it in water because they wouldn't let me heat it over the stove. So I would do that and then put it on toast. That's amazing. I also thought it was an invention. So you I sous vide before even ever learning about it. I brought it to it like a science fair. <laughs> <laughs> Did That's you actually get an a brilliant way to mix something without a messing up like bag a bag of butter up. with cinnamon and sugar. I brought it to the science fair and I was like, look what I can do. And they Man. stuck you in the closet for the rest of the afternoon. And they were yeah. like, you sad girl. You honoring your body now. So would <laughs> you get it on the sous vide train? It's not a bandwagon. No. Like no one in this room knew what it was. You knew? <laughs> yeah, because I do a lot of cooking and I have a cooking show, but... Other than that, why like, haven't we talked wait, Jimmy, about your Jimmy, show? No, no. This I was is talking about my ex-girlfriends and how they ruined me. Just kidding. We I didn't even talk about that. <laughs> this is a food and relationship <laughs> podcast. So the first thing she says is a food. Okay, it's true. You, what do you what? Uh, what? You got a cooking show? What's yeah, your cooking show called? So I've run this cooking show since 2011. It's oh called my. Feast of Fiction. Stevie looks at the clock like shit. We only Six have 15 years minutes. You got a cooking show. You haven't said anything. You ate Mexican food. That's I figured all you it said. would come up when I talked about hot pot. Pockets, you know yeah and it was a good eating. transition uh but okay. it's called feast of fiction the whole premise is making food from fictional properties in real life so it's like harry potter <gasps> is a movie with butterbeer and they did this at universal but it was like let's make our own butterbeer and teach kids how to make it as well oh so, i love you know, this like idea crabby patty from you know, <gasps> spongebob yep. what else what's your favorite one that you made oh my goodness i made so many yeah last week we made this incredible uh strawberry shortcake uh pot not pie strawberry shortcake with frosting and uh, uh, strawberries all over it fresh strawberries it was delicious it was too layered um, but yeah we do a lot of dessert items because it turns out that in books and fiction movies TV shows cartoons it's a lot of video desserts games, always desserts yeah desserts are like the most common thing that people depict what, in animation and fiction what was the strawberry shortcake from? Uh, it was from a a Japanese anime. There's a ton of anime requests too, called Oran Host High School Club. Okay. Oran Oran High School Host Club. That's great. It's like a. Do you know what a harem uh, anime is or a harem yeah. style story? So it's one girl goes to this high school and there are these like incredibly beautiful, attractive hosts, and they're all different kinds of beautiful Japanese men. Yeah. Very feminine, and she's. They're all essentially vying for her attention. So it's called a harem story. Mm. Wow. But uh, in this case, they're flipping it. It can be the other way around as well. Cool. In Japanese anime, it's and there's a cool looking shortcake male to female. Wow. Did you ever, have yeah. you ever made the imaginary food from Hook? You know, I get asked that one a lot, and I really want to do it, but I really want to do it where I'm able to gather like 10 of my best friends, and you two, obviously, <gasps> to just Hook 
globs yep. of edible things at each other because you can't just make it and be like can nom, 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 we you know? please gotta, be a part of this oh yeah you guys just invited yourselves <gasps> and i thought it was a little creepy and weird that you would do that after yes only knowing me for so short days super creepy i would love to have you on set wow thank you so much <laughs> uh, that's so great i won't be a creep i promise okay cool. i'll be Steve, very respectful you better watch out though i will seriously watch out i'm gonna glob you in the eye so hard with, oh my like, god probably blue this sounds so scary you gotta bring goggles the, have you seen this the movie i have goggles there hawking yeah. stuff at each other. He just claimed he was going to hurt you, but he was so charming. It didn't you know, matter. It didn't matter. I was like, I'm not afraid. Yeah. The dream might be to see if Dante Bosco would be interested in doing it because I probably could get in touch with him. Wait, is that the guy who plays Rufio? Uh, yes, I knew it. Let's get him. We can definitely and get him. You again. know what? I don't know why, but in the last two months, somebody I know Googled him in front of me and it was like, this is what he looks like now. I'm like, that's a good looking guy. Yeah, he's also the voice of, uh, uh, not sorry, of, of the prince in Avatar The Last Airbender. He does a lot of voice acting, too. Ooh, prince Dante Zuko. Bosco. Also, that's the coolest name ever. Yeah. Okay, cool. so you can cook, you know how to cook. Wait. I know how to cook, yeah. I, I, because of the show, it forced me to learn literally how to cook every single thing under the sun. So there's almost nothing I can't cook Do as you, long as I have the time to look it up and like prepare, wow. if that makes sense. Do you eat everything? Yes. I, we, don't, we don't finish but, but everything. But all types of food, you personally. Yes. I, there's nothing I won't eat. Really? Fish does not clear my skin up because I don't. No, I've never tracked that progress. Well, you have clear skin. Yeah, I do have clear skin. So maybe it is clearing your skin up. Yeah, I eat a lot of fish. Do you cook for yourself frequently? Nope. Once you start (gasps) cooking for a job and for work, I find that I would... I just so appreciate how much good food there is in LA that it's always a pleasure for me to pay a little extra to Mm. eat something. And that's honestly... Not having a girlfriend, that's where all my money goes is my food. Yeah. What restaurant do you go to the most? I was going to ask what's your favorite, so answer both. Okay, so (laughs) the restaurant I used to go to the most, I haven't gone more recently, is a place called Zinc Cafe. It's in the Arts District. Yeah, it's it's vegetarian. vegetarian. Yeah, it's delicious. It's really good. They have chili. They have burrito bowls. I I like their burrito bowl. Yeah, the burrito bowl is really good. Zinc is great. Yeah. Do you ever go to the Springs? Yeah, I like the springs. I like the springs too. It's a, I mean, like in terms of overpriced, we're already getting up there. But like, the springs takes it to like Hollywood levels. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so what's is delicious though. Yes, what's your favorite restaurant? I know you go to Zinc a lot, but Mm -hmm. what's your favorite restaurant when you're like, I want to spend money. Go all out. I want to spend money. I want to spend so much money. money. Uh, Uh, I like this uh, there's a couple of sushi places i really like so that's like an easy to fifty hundred dollar meal if you want to go yeah. all out there's a place called zoe that's really good yeah also sushi go 34 is at the top of like this little plaza in little tokyo that's really good too um otherwise you know like it depends it i don't really go to fancy fancy food that often i'm usually just trying to keep it from 10 to 20 bucks yeah uh, What's your favorite ramen place? Do you like ramen? I love ramen. Uh, we used to go to Shinsengumi a lot. Yep, There's the original one down in Torrance, which is delicious. And then, you know, I'm right around the corner from Daikakuya as well. So Ooh, that line, though. Yeah, that's, so you have to go at like 3 p.m. That is my favorite. There. That is actually my favorite restaurant yeah. in L.A. Really? Oh, yes. that's cute. It is too good, and the line is so long, and you think you're not going to want to wait another minute longer, <laughs> and then they call your name right when you're dying. And you yeah. just slurp down all that. Back Eat it fat. all. The most sodium. <laughs> just like, yeah. Ever. Stevie can't go. But I can't okay. go. I'm gluten-free. Oh. It's and me kind of a made gluten-free beignets once from Princess and the Frog, and they're <gasps> delicious. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could have known that, and I could have had one. <laughs> they're very easy to make. If you would like one, I'm sure I'll make them again sometime. Oh, I would love that. it's like an incredible that. breakfast treat. Really? Yeah. It's that sounds so delicious. It's delicious. <gasps> I've always... That's gluten-free. I've been saying for a long time that I want a donut that's gluten-free, but but like not a cake donut. You know how like mm-hmm. they're always making them dense like a piece of cake? Yeah, yeah. I want like a fluffy one, you but that go, sounds like a beignet. You should go to Dynamo Donuts in San Francisco. Oh, wow. Okay. Writing that down. They have gluten-free donuts there. They have all kinds of crazy donuts. Dynamo but yeah, in San Dynamo. Francisco. I have I, the person, I have places the pres- to eat, too. I think Sarah's her name, the head chef there. She's like, oh, yeah, we make a gluten-free donut. And she kind of says it with a little like, hmm. But yeah. it is good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they don't mess around. I think it's I, the idea of somebody who is confident enough to say that they can can and do cook everything <laughs> and doesn't cook that much for themselves. I like that because yeah. I am not an, a confident cook, but I'll, I'm a trier. Yeah. I'll try. Uh, but I do you end watch up, a video and then you essentially learned how. And the only way to get better at it is just trying it out. Wow. It's not going to be perfect, but I will get it done. I yeah. like your optimism. Me too. And I'm trying to steal it with my <laughs> eyes right now. <laughs> yeah, take it, please. It's for everyone to share. I don't know. If part of me is like, I, if I don't keep active with something, then I start to really like shut down and get depressed. So being active and 
feeling like I'm always contributing or learning, I think is a big thing that really motivates me. And now political stuff also motivates me a lot too. Yeah. It, Cause it like, I didn't ever see a timer above my head of like, you need to do this soon until, you know, the current presidency. And now it's like the world still needs to change. Yeah. Majorly. Get, get to it. You have four years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's incredible. Really great. And also staying active. Just it's so much. I mean, I don't know. My go-to sometimes is just like, well, I can either stay active or get depressed, and it's really easy to get depressed. So, <laughs> yeah. But I, I would a would a better would a better way. I find that interacting with a lot of people helps a lot. You know, connecting. So, yeah, connecting. It's what we're here for. Interpersonal relationships are wonderful. Yes. Um, it, the more time I spend on the internet, not connecting, the happy unhappier I get. Definitely yep. slowly. Um, yeah, you need actual human connection. Yeah. I'm sure doing the coaching at UCB is is an awesome experience, just because you get to see a lot of people and see them do stuff. Oh yeah, direct. Yes, directing sketch comedy is amazing for that because. You literally just sit in a room. People tell you ideas. You add to those ideas mm-hmm. or mold them to fit, and you and you build upon them. And then every every four weeks, you have a fully produced show. Yeah, and you get a little bit of credit for it. And everybody is happy if it goes well. And if it goes bad, you were all in it together. Hey, <laughs> wait! Now I feel good. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I gotta hey. go. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. Now that you feel great, you gotta leave. Um, let's answer a few more Twitter questions, and then we'll do last five. Last five. Okay. Um, Chris straight to DVD wants to know what's the dish on Feast of Fiction that you thought wouldn't taste good at all but it turned out all right oh uh, funny his twitter handle is at straight to blu-ray so i know and then it's, his name is chris straight to dvd very very he contains multitude <laughs> yeah but he's all about the disc format yes um <laughs> he's a purist yeah i think let's see here i we one time we made um uh banana pudding pizza from doug like there's an oh episode my gosh where, where roger like dumps b- pudding on the pizza that patty and doug are making and it's a really cute moment but uh you know they ruined the pizza but then yeah. eats it like this is delicious and i was like this is gonna taste nasty dude this is gonna be the awfulest thing we've ever made it looks bad but i took a bite and i was like oh sweet and savory it works out wow Whoa. it wasn't great but it tasted a lot better than i thought it would that's yeah, if insane. you're expecting yeah. to puke and you go like oh, not bad. oh that's not too bad yeah. in and out or shake shack oh my gosh i recently became a big fan of shake shack but i've i grew up eating a place in seattle called dick's hamburgers and okay. that's closer to shake shack okay but when i came to california i ate a, bo- a bunch of in and out yeah and i started i went to jfk airport twice and they have Shake Shack. Shake Shack there and I just it began a, an obsession I've never had it what I've never had it there's so many now in I've LA and I've never had, had it. it do you guys want to go get Shake Shack after this yeah but you got a party to go to but <laughs> this is how much he likes it he's just oh he's, my gosh yeah, it does sound so good it is delicious professional plans last Twitter question from Chloe pineapple on pizza question mark question mark hello from Scotland oh hello hey, <laughs> hey I've Chloe. been there oh really Yes. I've always wanted to go. To uh, I went to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival last year. Oh, cool. Directed the show. It was the best thing ever. Well, um, seeing as my Twitter profile is Jimmy Wong and then the pineapple and thing pizza. And the pizza. Yeah, I, I think pineapple pizza is in the same way that banana pudding was all right. Pineapple put pizza is a- Yeah, a- why wouldn't pork. banana pizza be okay if pineapple pizza is fine? Well, I we think we're about be- to start it. Let's do it. Hey, yeah, what about strawberry pizza? Strawberry pizza? I've never tried that. I'm sure it'd be delicious, though. Is it too red on red? Oh, you would lose it. You know what you do? You have to cover the pizza in like basil or something. Yeah, basil and strawberry. Yeah. Grapes. Then, sounds grapes. Cherries grapes. on pizza. Cherries for Nectarines. Sh- all, I mean, all of this. Nectarines. Peaches? <laughs> I'm allergic to peaches. Oh, oh. I love pizzas. Are you also allergic to nectarines then? Yeah, fuzzy Same fruits. idea. <sighs> Kiwis. so good. My dog's named Kiwi, but I'm allergic to Kiwis. Oh, so. hi, Kiwi. Ruff, Kiwi's ruff. not here. I'm just saying hi to your dog. No. Uh, Maybe she'll visit your pupper someday. I want to meet her. She'll love you. Okay. She loves people that knows dogs. She like knows. She can sense it. Yeah, she would but like She'll me. growl at everyone and be like, brr, and then like lay down and be like, pet me. Oh, I want to meet her. I love dogs so much. Jimmy. Jimmy. We've come to the end of our show. Hit me. Before we do, we got five questions for you. Okay. We ask this to every guest. Question one. Oh, I didn't get this far in the podcast when I listened, so they will be. Oh, good. Oh. Surprise. Oh. Did we? <laughs> what did I? What did I well, say? We said surprise you? and stared at me. I was like, "Uh oh!" Surprise! <laughs> your ex girlfriend is here. <laughs> we invited all Both of your of exes, them. and they've been tweeting the whole time. Yeah, go check your mentions. Tweeting a lot of selfies with you, <laughs> Christina and Becca. Get out of here! <laughs> Come on down. I'm pissed at you, but it's okay. Oh my god! Becca. I did so much work for you, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Question number one. Okay. What was your best first date? My best first date was in France. And we, I planned this whole thing out. We were on the trip for something else. And we, we were like, let's stop off in Paris before we get to the business part of what we're doing over here. This was actually with the first uh, YouTuber person that I dated. Um, the, we, I, I found like a really awesome restaurant that was like a chocolate themed French restaurant, booked it super far in advance and also like searched out like a, a place to buy some wine and cheese. And like, we're, and so we went to this restaurant, bought wine and cheese and sat by the river. And so, it was like an wow. all-out like Parisian experience, I suppose. Wow. wow. And uh, yeah. It's kind of fun to hear this question for, we've asked mostly women. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to hear a man's perspective of a good oh, date because you did all the planning. Yeah, I did all the planning. Mm-hmm. And in general, I am that kind of person. Like cool. if, if I'm ever traveling with someone and the other person doesn't explicitly state that they want to take lead on something, I just automatically do it. It's the wow, same that's sort of nice. I'm a helper and a doer. So yeah. I, if I like, I'll take pictures of the map on my phone and always be the person to be like, no, we need to take a left here. Like, no, we need to take this train because part of me gamifies the whole thing and I really like figuring it out. Oh, yeah, out. that's fun. So that, there's that's part a of great that's way to look at it. It helps me digest a lot of the crap in my life. Is yeah. Gamifying it. Yeah. Question two. Do you believe in love at first sight? I don't believe in love at first sight. I believe in like magnetism at first sight. I think you can be inexplicably drawn to someone or something without realizing it. Um, and maybe it's the pheromones. Everyone's oofing into the air. You know? <laughs> or maybe, Damn, it's, dude. maybe it's pure serendipity landing you at the same place at the right time with someone else. But I think love at first sight is a little too extreme. It, it takes so many steps to get to like, I, wow. Because like that's the moment, right? Where you're like, I think I really love this person. Like that's. I, I think, think we're gonna ruin my life for this person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I really hope. Oh boy, burn everything yeah. down for this person. Yeah. yeah, there's a big chasm between. Wow, what a face! And yeah. I'm yes. ready to just put it all on the line right now. I also like the way you put it, like magnetism at first sight. Yeah. I think that's what we all mean, but we all say the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like love it's love, easy. and you're like love is sort of like a big, big yeah. thing. It's a bunch of other shit that's like, messier. It also takes like four to five months to develop love for someone. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, maybe after if you're really going toredly into it, but otherwise, it's like. Mm, that girl butt got its own gravitational pull. Yeah, you know, and then you're and you're like magnetism, magnetism. <laughs> How do they work? Magnets. <laughs> Fucking magnets. Question three. I just held up two fingers. Oh no! You're like the Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Oh that's yeah. Right. That's how you know it. I forget, but that scene is amazing. Yes. Uh, also, in the last episode, I mentioned I saw Quentin Tarantino in person the other day, and it Ooh. was bad. Oh, he's falling on hard times. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't look healthy. I'm no, sure. he doesn't. Uh, three. What what food item do you eat the most? Oh, um, when I was growing up, it'd be rice. My parents, my mom would always cook for us. So I'd always have Chinese food and rice was a staple of every meal. Uh, today, the food kind I eat the most is probably sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Sandwiches and a bag of chips is like my guilty pleasure of a, mm. of a Ooh, it's lunch. Because so it's like the perfect lunch meal. You know, it's Just, so good. Really Grab is. it on the go. Make it yourself. Do it, it in your lap in the car. Yeah. Take um, it on a plane. DIY sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. Sandwich like, hacks. The, the not so fried <laughs> We're chicken sandwiches. We're all playing sandwich. on accident. Under not here, me. Just oh, so you know. Yeah, we are. Thanks, thanks the, uh, guys. I can't find your feet. At, like the not so fried chicken sandwich at Mendocino Farms was like an obsession Ooh. of mine for a while. I had one of those recently. Oh. I, work, I work right by a Mendo. Oh, lucky boy. Uh, Question four. Yeah. Jimmy, you're dying. Mm-hmm. You're dying like really soon. You won't suffer. You have an hour. You don't know what's happening. Hour? Yeah. An hour. But but in you that get, time, you are going to eat your absolute favorite, favorite. perfect, ideal meal. Well, pussy, obviously. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Guys, this is not... I mean, we have... So, again, so oh we recorded God. two episodes today. There were I'm two... This is, we have had one spectacularly filthy moment in each episode and, and no, no other place. <laughs> this Just was that a moment. clean yes. episode. Uh, oh my God. Uh, but that is a fantastic answer. And I think you're right. I would probably go and find my mom and make her cook me a meal. Aww. Just to get that full like, because there are a few things. Wait, dishes. before or after you eat pussy? <laughs> Well, I mean, I'd say do I'd say to eat the pussy after. Yeah, yeah. After. yeah for you sure. can't see your mom after you do that. Yeah, exactly. You're oh, like, hey, mom. So sorry. <laughs> How's it going? Did you finish the meals? My final meals. While you're oh cooking, I'm gonna God. wash my face. I'll be right back. I'm yeah. dying. Okay, 
Okay, so uh, you'd, you'd go and have your mom cook you a meal. Yeah, like of like, rice I, there's heavy. like three or four things that were my favorite dishes growing up. Okay. And I, I've learned how to cook them all myself, but can't ever do as good as mom. It has a flavor to it. Mom food has a flavor. Yeah. I love it. And then? And then go at it. Yeah, man. Uh, okay. You get any request, right? It's like inmate's last meal, right? I could do it. <laughs> you <want>. can literally. <laughs> what if an inmate on death row requested that? Do you think they would find a way to oblige it? Uh, they'd no. probably like bake him a cake that looked like a pussy. Yeah, they'd probably like make maybe get him like a sex toy that looked like one. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, like fine. This is the best used. we could do. You're disgusting. Yeah, right. used box. Yeah, yeah. There From go, the. Oh my god. Okay. Question five out of five. One word to describe both your eating style and your dating style that encapsulates both. Oh my god. I was gonna, but the first word that came to my mind, I don't know if this applies to my food style, but maybe it does to my dating style, but I was gonna say voracious. Oh. <laughs> wow. You have a voracious I, appetite for eating and dating. Maybe not dating so much. I do have a voracious appetite for someone someday. I don't know. Like, there's a part of me that's like, I like, who am I going to, like, I'm 30. What am I going to do? I'm I'm single and my parents are worried. You know? So there's like a bit of that, which is like my in my brain is always like this little thing being like, Hey, Jimmy, you what gotta, are you doing? You got a date, Jimmy? Yeah, come date? on. We Jimmy, know you're really successful. There's a lot of there's women a lot out of girls there. Girls, we could say yep with. I don't know. I mean, it's just not now's not the right time. You know. Jimmy, no, but check your Jimmy. DMs on Twitter, Jimmy. Come on, there's got to be a lot of nice. I got catfish recently. Okay, I, I'm just a little scared. Jimmy, check your Instagram messages. Who's replying Jimmy. to your stories? Stop sending me selfies, please. <laughs> uh, what a nightmare. That sounds horrible, but yeah. I, but also I to- I know what you mean. Uh, I um yeah, for someone who has not been dating for a little bit, there is a little thing of going. Oh, it might be. Yeah, mm. I'm thinking about it now. I don't know. For me, I just I want to meet someone and just know that I don't have to worry about the things I've worried about. Yeah, and being in LA is just you want a it very, to be genuine. Yeah, it would be genuine, and it could be anyone. It could be someone in LA. It could be someone in Canada. It doesn't really matter to me. As long as it Scotland, Chloe from Scotland, 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 pineapple on pizza. We already share one thing in common. Yep. yep. Um, <clears throat> I think it's just a matter of like the chance of it happening and the chances of meeting someone that isn't going to bring back some of these bad things in L.A. is pretty low. You know, there's just a lot of people in this city trying to do a thing that. Yeah. A relationship can be poisoned by it. Right. Well, I mean, I it sounds that. like for now you're doing everything right. You're focusing on your yeah. career. You're building an empire. Yeah. The Wong Pirates coming up soon and uh you know when when the right thing comes around you'll probably know know, because you're taking your time i might be too busy eating pussy to know this thing you know what i mean oh Oh my god God, that is the end of the show (laughs) we are going to eat a home-cooked meal and then we're gonna get all up in some poo non Oh my god. Uh, Jimmy, uh, where can people they, find yeah, where you? Where can people find you, you besides find me, between a woman's legs? You can find me not <laughs> making these kinds of jokes at, on Twitter at JFWONG. And from there, you can delve into everything else I do in the world. It, most of the links are there. The I, reply, are there. I reply uh-huh. to a lot of people on Twitter if I get if I can. So yeah. if you have a question for me, you 100% please tweet me. Jimmy. Find me there. That's great. Thank you so much. Wow. The, these dogs. You know, and we're gonna, and we're they gonna, know. We're gonna leave this. Uh, we're gonna leave this in. Oh yeah, these for dogs sure. Have been, they know. These dogs They've have been, been so silent good. the whole episode. Yeah. Are so they normally less they, silent? Yeah. Sometimes they'll like walk around and bark. Um, okay, but we've reached the end of our show. Please, yeah, please, thank you. Please oh, yeah. rate us. Please review leave a review. It. Please oh, yeah. subscribe. If you guys leave a positive review for this show, I'm gonna send you a prize. I won't, but I heard that saying. Don't that say that won't. you won't part. Just say you will. Saying it. It helps do yes. it. Say you will. I will send you a prize. Not. And we will ship you. soon. The surprise. That's what a gr- that's me as a, an old man learning about an uh, internet. Yeah. And we word. will ship you. Yeah. You can ship us uh, in a relationship. Yeah. Guys, we're too old for this. Are you giving prizes away still? I yeah. Yeah. Send we'll anything. give you a custom backpack full of goodies. Ooh. Yeah, uh, we'll give you the whole Disney back catalog on Blu-ray in a cool Jansport backpack. We have nothing to offer. Leave a positive review. Do you still know Gronk? Can you get Gronk maybe to like, I I don't know, know, visit them someone? I know Gronk, but I don't think I can send him anywhere. Gronk, you can't take Gronk anywhere. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to go on Gronk's cruise ship and we're going to we're going to see what happens. And uh, we'll give you an update from the from the sea. For I Burn Everything, this is Dave Horowitz for Stevie Nelson and our guest Jimmy Wong.
Thank Bye. 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 Network.